You're listening to Once, episode 84, The Queen is Dead, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast about ABC's TV show Once Upon a Time, and we're sponsored in part by Simul TV. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And I'm Jenny. And I have a very, very important announcement to say up front. I'm not drinking coffee yet. Okay. I don't think this tiny little, tiny, tiny, tiny little clue. Oh, it was not tiny. He knows, he knows Hook. That, that and he knows how to drive his boat. That doesn't mean drives. Yep. <laughs> that doesn't mean <laughs> Neil slash Bay was ever Peter Pan. I agree. Or necessarily went to Neverland. No, we he did. Shall see. Well, he. See, here's the thing. Uh, it, okay, go ahead. Where else? <laughs> I mean, it would be kind of stupid for him to know Hook, know how to sail, have spent somewhere bef- some time somewhere before coming here that kept him from aging. And have it not be Neverland. Why even have another realm like that? Because Hook somehow got back from Neverland to Storybrooke. So he had some way of traveling between at least one world. And Hook said the ship was enchanted. You mean Fairytale Land? Yeah. Did I say Wonderland? You said he went from Wonderland to Oh, Neverland. Neverland to... um, Regular Enchanted Forest. And <laughs> Plain old Enchanted Forest. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, then he's, uh, he also said that the ship is made out of enchanted wood, and it's seen many strange glistening shores. So it's possible that maybe Neil and Hook somehow met up in a different world that isn't Neverland. Smack. Yeah. So, so I'm holding on hope that I'm not going to have to drink coffee. Just to remind everyone, because I've been so negative against the theories that Neil was also Peter Pan and was in Neverland, because of that, uh, if I'm wrong, then I have to drink a cup of coffee, my hated beverage, I think that during you, the podcast. I think that you should have to drink it even if he was a lost boy. I'm allowed to have sugar no. if Neil is Peter Pan, but if Neil was simply in Neverland as anything other than Peter Pan, then I can have creamer in my coffee. But I still have to drink it. That's what it that's my gift to the listeners for my being so negative to a theory that if they're right, I will be literally drinking it. Look, I didn't think that he would have gone anywhere but our world before our world. I didn't think that he went to Neverland, so I think my punishment should be that I have to drink a cup of coffee during the podcast <laughs> oh, as you, well. You would love to do that more often. Well, so this tiny little line we're referring to is when um, Bay, well, Neil slash Bay, had said, uh, "What was it? I, I've." This world wasn't my first stop after leaving home. I think he said his world was my first stop down that portal. Oh, okay. I think that's what he said. Okay. We'll have to watch it again. Yeah, we'll we'll know more. And just to remind everyone, these are our initial reactions. So we're going to be a bit all over the place, not have our theories all together, or even necessarily what we saw or heard. And that's where you guys come in. Because on Wednesday evenings at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, GMT minus 5, 
We have our live full discussion where we include your feedback. So please send us your feedback. If it's just a simple little correction, it's okay. We'll probably get it in our rewatches. But send us your theories, what really stood out to you in screenshots and such. Email those to feedback at onespodcast.com or call 903-231-2221. Or you can go to onespodcast.com and click on the send a voice message link to record a message from your computer or iOS device. So do you think that Neil has been to other worlds than whatever this other one was? Well, he's had to have been because he would be like 300 years old by now. 310. And he said that in this episode, which could mean that one of my core theories has been wrong all this time. What, everybody coming through at the same time in our land? Yeah. 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 I'm I'm still holding on hope that I'm not going to have to drink coffee. But... Now we know at least that he didn't come through at the t- same time, which means that he probably went somewhere where he wasn't subject to time. And we all know a place like that is called Neverland. But I'm still holding on hope. And I'm probably going to have to drink coffee Why soon. Why don't you just start practicing drinking coffee? <laughs> anyway, let's get talking about some of this other stuff in the episode. Um, and just jump in as things stand out to you guys. I really liked that we met Snow's and mother. And she jumped in. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Yeah. Did we hear her name? No, we didn't. Mother. That was all. Mother. Yeah. And her yeah. name may not be important. We could go through the uh, the list of Emma. all the characters. What if her mother's name was Emma? Hey, that'd be cool. Snow used to be a spoiled brat. Yeah. <laughs> for a minute. Yeah, for yeah. a minute. I loved her mother. Yeah, she was really nice. You love everybody. No. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> they they managed to make me really upset when she took ill, as it were, after she'd been on the show for about five minutes. Mm-hmm. I was really sad. So in that process, Snow went to the Blue Fairy. <laughs> who or, came to see her. Yeah. Who met her. So, yeah, so Snow didn't get to wish on the Blue Star. Right. So... That might have been how Snow would have normally called mm-hmm. the Blue Fairy. You know what's creepy? What? The fact that Cora was close enough to hear that little exchange. Or she could have been playing, ooh, she could have been playing the servant lady, Johanna. Yeah. <sighs> and and now I'm starting to wonder how many times have we seen the Blue Fairy and was actually Cora? I don't think they're leading us to question every time we've seen Blue Fairy or Mother Superior. Right. That was very clever, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this was the first time we've seen her. I can't think of any others where we've seen Cora as the Blue Fairy. Right. I can't think of any others where yeah. it might have led us to believe that it was Cora instead. Now, there are some theories out there, just to uh, mention these, that maybe Blue Fairy is evil. And this lends more support to that theory. It lends less. It steals support from that theory. Yeah, the, the evil blue fairy could have just been Cora being the blue fairy, which would have made her blue and evil and Cora. But then again, everyone knows Mother Superior was blue fairy. Yeah. And but- in this episode, they contrasted that Mother Superior in front of um, Gold's shop did not know about the promise she made Snow keep. Yeah. So that was definitely Mother Superior. Yes. Who is definitely also Blue Fairy. Yeah. I don't I don't think we've seen Cora Blue Fairy before this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. That's Blue Cora. Blue Cora. Blue Cora. 
Cora fairy. Blue, Cora blue, berry. Blue. <laughs> Blue. Blueberry. Wait. Blue <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So uh, now also timeline a bit in fairy tale land is a bit uh, different than I was what I was expecting. I thought that Snow's mother had died maybe a lot uh, longer before this, but this was not all that long before Snow met Regina and Cora. Right. But I did like that they combine the scenes that we've already seen with then some background information. I like it when TV shows do that. I like that too. And then you start seeing the pieces connecting. What did you think about um, at uh, Snow White's mother's funeral, Cora planting a, a kiss kind of indirectly <laughs> onto her mother's lips? Yeah, I thought that was so weird. Yeah, but Cora does weird why? things with kisses. Why? <laughs> why? I just don't know why. She's the creepiest she is. I mean, yeah. I really want to know her backstory now. They, I want to know what made her creepy and what made her so evil. I think they gave us a hint that we're going to get her backstory because she referred, she herself referred to being the Miller's daughter, yeah. which we've heard that reference before in the episode, an apple red is blood. No, stable boy. I knew. Yeah. In stable boy in season one, Daniel had said she herself was the daughter of a Miller. Or a Miller's daughter. Mm-hmm. So we know that's going to come, probably. That we'll get that backstory there. And they hinted at it again. I think they're reminding us to give us a clue that something's coming to cover this soon. Do you think Do you think Cora's going to succeed to um, to make Snow's heart black as coal? Or what is it what she said? What was it she yeah, said? Black, black, yeah, black as coal, I think it she said. It looks like she's succeeding in Storybrooke now. Yeah, now Mary Margaret wants to kill Cora. Yeah. How's she thinking she's going to get that done? <sighs> what if Cora kills Rumpelstiltskin, becomes a dark one, and then and then <laughs> and then Snow White becomes a dark one, and then her heart would really be black as coal. <laughs> and then looking down the road, the series several seasons later is going to end with the last living character <laughs> who is Sneezy, and he's going to be sitting in Storybook alone as the dark one. <laughs> Because everybody has successively killed someone else and become the dark one, one after the other. You heard it here. Jeremy is a shipper of Dark Sneezy. (laughs) No, Dark Snot. No. That's gross. Okay, let's get back into serious. (laughs) I mean, he is is employed at the Dark Star Pharmacy. That's the name of it. Why is it the name of it? That's true. Yeah, Dark Snot. I think this is a normal Yep. Apparently, this is our way of decompressing after a stressful episode. It was really good, and it was really tense. Yeah, yeah, and it was really sad. Yeah, they they did they showed a lot of things in this. I was really surprised how much they packed into this episode. Bailey Madison has really grown up. Yeah. Was she really that tall, or did they do something to her? I think. Well, she was actually supposed to be younger. Yeah. So I'm guessing that she grew. But also the woman. That she was with, um, Johanna. Oh, is she short? Was short, yeah. Now, I'm going to say this here because it's kind of one of those initial reaction things more than what I would probably say next week. But that um, that actress is from Downton Abbey, which I recently watched oh. all three seasons of. And uh, the funny thing is as soon as Snow's mother started talking, the way she was making the 
the um, arrangements for seating and things, it suddenly felt a little like watching that show. Hmm. And the very next scene, she shows up and I was... Uh, I was like, well, hmm, I wonder if any of that was intentional. Might have it felt been. like Downton Abbey, and suddenly there's an actress from it. <laughs> well, you know what else was intentional tonight? A reference to Star Wars. Um, oh, gosh, I, that was horrible. I try to stay oh, away gosh. from spoilers, but I did hear the reference, and I wasn't even expecting it in this, <laughs> but I did hear the reference to Star Wars, and it was when, um, let's see, someone was talking to... oh. Mary Margaret was talking to Mother Superior, and she said, Please, Mother Superior, you're our, our only hope. Please, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're our only hope. Who was with calling her Mother Superior repeatedly? They were just calling her Blue as soon as the curse was broken. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did like Mary Margaret did say um, to Johanna that um, I'm, it's Mary Margaret here. Yeah. So that kind of helps clarify that the characters are still in some way preferring their Storybook names, except for David, I suppose. Except for David. Oh, and chat room corrected me. It's help me, Mother Superior. You're our only hope. Oh, or wow. no, I'm sorry. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> You're our only hope. That was the line. Yeah, I just accidentally mixed them there. What do you think about everyone in New York and the events happening there? I, I like them in New York. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, Jacob in the chat room just noticed that Henry's calling his mom Emma now. Yeah, I. I heard that, and I thought, did have we heard him do that before last episode? I think episode? he's lost respect for her. Yeah. He's very bitter. <laughs> yeah. He's and acting like such a child. He is. He's mm-hmm. like, this pizza's great. It's cheesy. It's great. And it doesn't lie. <laughs> also, we scarfed it down in about 10 seconds, faster than they could even serve us. But who cares? <laughs> I'm thinking, don't let gold in the same room alone with Henry. Oh, yeah. We saw some that of that coming so out. scary. Jeez. Yeah. He's like, you did this. He's scary. <laughs> he, yeah, I underestimated his creepy potential. So they returned a lot of evil to a lot of evil people that yeah. had been watered down this year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Regina, I'm still not sure about, but right now I kind of hate her again. And Cora. Man, oh I man. was starting to not fear as much as maybe they wanted us to. And now mm. she's pretty darn scary. She's rotten. To the she, core. She killed somebody uh, for no good reason. That was horrible. She killed two people in this episode for no good it's reason. True. She does still want to turn Snow's heart to black. And she knew killing the woman that Snow had just saved would do that. Or contribute uh, toward that. What about... Uh, where do you think Regina is in this? Because as they were having that dialogue and revealing, as Snow was revealing things up in the clock tower, that's when, did you watch Regina's face? Some of it kind of seemed like she was looking at Cora, like, did you really do that? And then later she's questioning Cora. So I still believe Regina's pure motivation is Henry. Henry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do you think now Regina is going to fight against Cora? Well, um, Snow White did say that Regina has never trusted Cora. Mm-hmm. So I think they put that in there by no coincidence this episode. It could also be a slight nod to Star Wars again, because, uh, well, today was Paley Fest, and there was a Once Upon a Time panel of actors at Paley Fest today in California. And one of the things that Kitsis and Horowitz said is they said, 
we love Star Wars, so we like to bring in little nods to Star Wars. And I wonder if they'll, they're building up to that scene where at the very end of Star Wars, sorry, I'm going to give a Star Wars spoiler here, but the very end of Star Wars when the Emperor is talking to Luke and Vader is standing by just kind of watching and then Vader has this internal conflict and then the famous no and all of that. Yeah, I hope not. Yeah, but I I would like to see no more really really obvious Star Wars nods. At least not if they're going to be delivered as "Did you just write that line?" <laughs> it was it was actually a little painful. It was the only painful moment in that sense. The only cringeworthy moment in this mm-hmm. entire episode. <laughs> Who do you think Neil's fiance is? Lara. Lara. <laughs> La- Lara. Like Lara Croft? Well, yeah. Why? Why do you no. say who do we think she is? That's Would her name. She not be the woman oh, that we saw on the sidewalk. I thought him? it was Tamara. Sure. Tamara or was it Lara? I thought it was Tamara because Tamara. No, it was t- yesterday. Ah, t- <laughs> uh, we'll have to watch it again. Yeah, we'll we'll see it in the credits. So Chat room mean... is going crazy saying Tamara. Okay. Whoopsie. So you. Well, that's what I heard too. You're asking who is she, not who's his fiance? Because yeah. clearly, here's a theory. I'm going to combine this with the theory that I don't support as the listeners know, okay. but I'll drink coffee. And if I'm wrong on this, oh, if Neil, another bet, no, this is the same one. Okay. If Neil oh. went to Neverland, wait, could, you're just, you're, are you, are you adding to the bet? <laughs> no, I'm not adding to it, but I'm combining this new theory with another theory. So I'm not so sure I stand for this theory that I'm about to present, but this is, this is just one theory. Are you planning to just with. confuse us so that we don't know what no. happens when this happens? It's <laughs> and, like, when do I drink coffee? Do I not drink coffee? And chat room is already saying it. Maybe she's ti- uh, Tinkerbell or even Tiger Lily, the, the um, Indian princess oh, from Neverland. I, I'm oh, thinking Tiger cool. Lily. I, yeah. How I would that, that happen? If she came from Neverland. Cause, oh, cause, cause he could have brought someone back with him possible maybe the two of them decided hey let's, let's grow up together let's get away <laughs> let's, let's grow old together uh, it's so Neil's not supposed to have sweet. anybody but emma i know i was actually kind of disappointed yeah that's that was surprising i didn't expect that that little that was stupid i didn't like it at all it does bring a new complication though it does stinking wrinkles nobody can ever be happy <laughs> I just want their happy ending. Well, okay. Maybe not right away because then the show would be over. Now, Neil did mention something about some place where the pizza is actually the best when teasing Henry. Yeah. I think he was just talking. But I do wonder, is that a real nod to a real place? I'm going to look that up before our full episode. And by real, we mean in the Enchanted Forest. Yeah, Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of real place. You know, it's funny... I had been thinking about this, apparently in some random moment of my life, that perhaps the magic beans are controlled more by what you're, where you're trying to go when you go in more than maybe when you throw it. And the reason that would be important would be, why did he end up not here? Why would he... I was trying to figure out how the the Neverland idea could have fit now they've confirmed it so apparently it does fit somehow but maybe it's as he was going in and he realized his father wasn't coming with him his idea and what he wanted changed Mm -hmm. 
which would have sent him possibly somewhere else. Or one of the other theories we received is because Rumpel didn't go through the bean hole too, it kind of uncalibrated it. And so just like um, spaceships and um, space shuttles are perfectly calibrated to certain weights and certain things mm-hmm. are like extremely calibrated, or at least in lost in space they are, <laughs> then, <laughs> then you... Um, go to the wrong place because not all the conditions were right but for example the way the apple was retrieved regina had to be thinking about a specific place and time so if that's what it takes maybe he something in his reaction to going through alone Hmm. sent him to neverland yeah yeah i I could see that happening ish but i don't want to drink coffee well but we know he went there i say we know okay (laughs) <laughs> i'm not drinking coffee yet until i get a little bit more confirmation jeez oh, i'm i'm holding out i'm, I'm a skeptic i'm holding well, out faith i have a big thought here yes Ooh. i think cora is full of crap <laughs> <laughs> i think she's telling lies to even her own daughter to get what she wants and a re- really good example of how she's going to do this to regina is you know, judging by how fast she discarded Hook and how well she lied to him. We just don't know what that is, what mm-hmm. she wants. But she was stroking the dagger. <laughs> she was stroking it rather eerily. <laughs> like, mm, power. Like, oh, yeah. I, I think she wants to be the dark one. Yeah. I think oh, she yeah. wants to overtake her master. I think, yeah, she wants to use And Rumpel she's really first. worried about kissing. <laughs> she's really weird about kissing who's gonna kiss her oh a dark one that kisses people uh, it's the kiss of darkness day uh, kiss of death and no one would ever have to worry about her not being the dark one anymore because it would never be true love's kiss ever ever hmm. no one could love her exactly oh well <laughs> you would think the same thing about regina I but sydney glass oh well, that's not true love weirdy maybe he is a weirdy maybe sneezy <laughs> will fall in love with Cora. <laughs> which is why he would be the last dark one because he would be the last one to kill her mm-hmm. how dark, did dark oh, snot no don't say that i'm interested to see how this this whole ship thing happened like did did Hook fly the ship there? Well, we know the ship is made out of magical enchanted wood. wood. Yeah. What we don't know yet is what magic works or doesn't work outside of Storybrooke. Well, apparently it's stinking fast because sailing a ship should not have been faster than yeah. flying a plane. Yeah, he was like at Storybrooke and then all of a sudden, whoa, he's in Manhattan. Yeah, although we probably saw that was more of a cut. I mean, startling. Like, there, there might have been more time that happened between those things. It was magic. Not much due to phone calls. That's true. Times where we've been seeing New York and Emma has called Snow have coincided pretty closely to what we were seeing in Storybook. Maybe not completely in this episode, so there's a little bit of that, true. obviously. But he still got there really fast. I, I could see maybe an hour or two between... When Whatever we saw him is. in Storybrooke and when we see him in New York. I yeah. want a magic boat. Me too. That's what I want. <laughs> I'll just sail it everywhere. <laughs> I go places. Now, I, I wondered that um, room where the funeral was, and we're going to look more closely at screenshots when we rewatch our episode for our full discussion, but where the funeral was, is that also where Snow and Prince Charming were married? 
I gotta look more closely at that. Mm. I thought where they were married was a completely round room. It was. But I was seeing the stained glass windows and thinking, that looks kind of familiar. Mm. I'll bet they had stained glass windows in two places. (laughs) We'll we'll compare our uh, screenshots there um, when we do our full discussions. But speaking of being in two places, I want to tell you about our sponsor and welcome back to them, Simon TV, where you can chat with someone else who, or many other people who might be in more than one place at the same time. Simon TV lets you be in more than one place at the same time because it's a way that you can enjoy entertainment like sports, movies, shopping channel, even TV shows and more at the same time as other people through any device with a browser. This is amazing technology that allows you to watch the entertainment with other people. You get picture in picture with the people you're watching with, family, friends, loved ones, enemies, whatever, so that you can watch their reactions to the same thing you're seeing. You can have uh, video conversations back and forth this way. You can have uh, video conferencing, you can have meetings this way, or just even watch a video with your daughter if you're not able to be with your daughter at that time from a distant place off. Simul TV is fantastic, and I really think you should check it out. Go to oncepodcast.com slash S-I-M-U-L-T-V. That's oncepodcast.com slash TV to experience the next evolution in entertainment. It's a great service made by some guys that really understood the need for people to talk together while they're watching something together if they're in completely separate places. So no more having to pick up the phone and say, did you just see that? And then hang it up again. Now you can just <laughs> see them on the screen. You can see that they saw it. You can see their jaw drop. You can see their countenance drop when their sports team loses or see them dancing in victory over you if their sports team lo- wins. Try it out by going to oncepodcast.com slash S-I-M-U-L-T-V. That's oncepodcast.com slash TV. And thank you so much for your support. So I, I thought it was really cool to see the library, uh, the clock tower from the opposite side. That yeah, doesn't no. actually exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That no, tower. We'll hate it forever. Yeah. Why doesn't it exist, Jenny? Because it's not really there in Steveston. Yeah. It's, it's all digitally added. It is. So I wonder what clock they went inside. I don't know. The same one maybe where Marty McFly had to go. Uh. And that's, by the way, great place for it. I love how great so, <laughs> I love how some key things are tied to the library, the building that we hadn't seen open for a long time. Like the the dragon was in the basement, and now that's where Rumple hood hid his dagger, and Bell opening the library. That's not as key, but and in the chat room is asking a great question: Is it the real dagger? It's a good question. I hadn't thought about it. I, I was wondering not. the same thing. <gasps> I hope it's not. Because Cora has it now. Because well, part of what's made me wonder from the beginning is seeing David say where the dagger was. And at that time, I was already starting to suspect that maybe the Mother Superior we saw was Cora disguised as Mother Superior, but it was actually the other way around. Not, I mean, Mother Superior. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what I meant is this was the real Cor- Mother Superior, but the blue fairies we saw were the fake ones. So I thought maybe David then misdirected them, or maybe Rumpelstiltskin did. Like maybe Rumpelstiltskin has a fake dagger, a and that's what dagger. this one. Yeah, I like that idea because he can see the future. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe he foresaw this and <laughs> planted got, it there. He's got lots of decoy daggers. Henry's like, well, I found five of these things just <laughs> you know what? walking around. He's protecting his shop mm. with dark magic. Yeah. So it could very well be that his dagger's in there and there's a decoy up in the clock tower. But And like everything that's in his shop is valuable to him in yeah, some way. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. And possibly has magical powers. Speaking of Rumpelstiltskin and magic, what was that thing in his chest? Um, Hook's hook? No, no, no. They, <laughs> they were all like, what is that? Because it was oh, all like sparkly and stuff. Poison. It was poison from Enchanted Forest. Oh. Yeah, they said that Hook poisoned his um, hook and that nothing would save okay. Rumpelstiltskin except I, magic again. That's why they have to go back to Storybrooke. They had a few lines where they were talking very quickly, so I didn't catch them all. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's great to watch these with subtitles yeah. or with the yeah, subtitles or the captions so you can read some of this stuff. And also sometimes discover interesting clues that you might have missed just from the subcap subtitles. Oh, boy. Um, by the way, speaking of catching things hey i'm gonna throw out some thanks out there so denna 81 and david newland catch some thanks from us for sponsoring this episode of one's podcast we really appreciate the support especially as our expenses have risen on running the podcast and if anyone else would like to sponsor an episode of the podcast you can go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor or now if you just go to oncepodcast.com you'll see the little widget on the side where you can um, use things right there and it's dina one <laughs> 81 uh, she just corrected me that i mispronounced it sorry mm. so thank you so much for the support we really appreciate it thanks now anything else that you guys wanted to mention that you caught in this for our initial reactions i wondered where snow's father was the entire time yeah we only saw the back of his head barely he was doing kingly things Mm-hmm. It was near the end of the episode when Snow or when Mary Margaret was describing the different things and she was putting together the pieces to realize that Cora had um, spooked the horse. Oh, yeah, but well, that was the past. That wasn't. Yeah, it was a memory. I wanted to know why was... he wasn't oh. present at the funeral and everything. Oh, that's weird. Because they couldn't get the actor. That's probably why. Probably. It so... just made it seem very lonely and odd and out of character for him to not be with his daughter. Although they did say that the king was in a distant land. True. So Poor maybe he Snow. just couldn't make it back in time. All by I mean, and that's, you know, that's and the she way sat there a long time. Mm-hmm. It was sad. It was really sad. I almost expect to, to see her age while she was yeah, sitting there. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> 90 years passed while she was Oh, wait, that's not the story. (laughs) (laughs) That's past everything that happened. Well, so listeners, we want to know what you thought of this episode. Send us your theories, your feedback, um, certain uh, screenshots or anything that stood out to you from this episode. What are your theories? If you want to start preparing to rub coffee in my face, then yeah, you can email that too. But email feedback at oncepodcast.com and help us out with this. Put in the subject line... The queen is dead. And then you can add to that anything else. But just make sure that that episode title is in the subject line will really help us because we receive so many emails now. It's really difficult to try and sort out the ones for just this episode. So simply put in there, the queen is dead 
And then you can add something else to it to make your subject line a bit more unique than everyone else who is sending in emails saying the queen is dead. So put that anywhere in the subject line. And that really helps us to be able to filter our emails for our full discussion episode, which will be this Wednesday at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time in the evening. That's GMT minus five over at oncepodcast.com slash live. You can also call and leave a message on our voicemail line at 903-231-2221 or go to oncepodcast.com and send a voice message right through the website. And I want to give shout out and thanks to Myers G, Days Go By 85, Gimme Dat Thing, Jacita, and Lucia Sedino, Sedino, for your kind iTunes reviews. We really appreciate it and it encourages us and it helps other people find the podcast too. So if you've already reviewed us in iTunes, anyone else out there, then please go to oncepodcast.com slash iTunes and mark these reviews as helpful. If you haven't reviewed us yet, consider leaving a review for us and we'll give you a shout out and we really appreciate those reviews. They do encourage us and make us smile. So thank you so much for those reviews. Uh, you can follow us the podcast on twitter at once podcast and follow each of us individually i'm daniel j lewis and you can follow me on twitter at the roman noodle i'm jeremy laughlin you can follow me on twitter at fleegon that's p-h-l-e-g-o-n and i'm jenny and you can follow me at twitter.com slash jenny snook you can comment on our show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 84 and check out all the other past episodes especially our roundtable and our review of Jack the Giant Slayer and upcoming review of Oz. So until next time, remember, we're all royals, but that doesn't make us different. Thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our sponsors for this episode of Once Podcast, especially to Simul TV. Check them out at oncepodcast.com slash S-I-M-U-L-T-V. And if you'd like to sponsor an episode of Once Podcast, it'd help a lot please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.